The Sangha is invited to come back to our breathing so that our collective energy of mindfulness will bring us together as an organism, going as a river with no more separation. Let the whole Sangha breathe as one body, chant as one body, listen as one body, and transcend the boundaries of a delusive self, liberating from the superiority complex, the inferiority complex, and the equality complex.
Cheers of God. Today is the 28th November 2013. We are in the full moon meditation hall of the new hamlet of the in the winter retreat. In the great ordination ceremony, uh, Dharma Nectar that will take place um, in the last week of of May 
and these will be the people that will be receiving the great ordination, the full ordination. The pink lotus family, who 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 were ordained in two thousand nine. The blue lotuses, the yellow, the yellow, and the 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 green bamboos, and perhaps also the purple, the purple bamboos, that they will be coming three years old. Otherwise, they would have to wait for another two more years. So this is.、Um, This is a chance for the older sisters、uh, to guide the younger brothers and sisters to prepare for the reception of the full ordination. And the eighth of December this year, in about twelve days, there will be an ordination ceremony for the twenty-four twi- something. Twenty-four London trees in the Upper Hamlet Meditation Hall, Stillwater Hall. There's some monas, some aspirants、um, in Thailand in, and in Vietnam who will receive the ordination、uh, through the internet online. And aspirants here in Plum Village. Um, if they are accepted to be ordained this coming December, they are invited to go to the Upper Hamlet at 9 a.m. in the morning of Saturday to spend time with Thai. To go down the legendary path with Thai. Today we will continue to study the five、um, universal mental formations. First of all, whenever we hear the sound of the bell, we have to practice in a way that every cells of the body, our body, participates in the practice of breathing with us in listening, and we have to to breathe so that the sound of the bell can really.、Um, Generate mindfulness and insight that would go deep into every cell of our body, and that our ancestors and also our children are in every cell of our body. So, if we know how to listen, our parents, our children, in every cell of our body also benefit from the peace that we generate while. Listening to the bell, we listen to the bell in a way that, when the person who hear and the sound of the bell are really one, and so the subject of listening and the object of listening, which is the sound, has no frontier, has no boundary. The five mental formations, which are. Which are the mental formations? They they call being han, universal. It, 
they happen in every in a split of a second that these mental formations can happen in a second of in in a second or less than a second it happens really quickly the first one is called subcontact nimhan nimhan means that it's hap- it's present everywhere it's universal Everywhere, being is everywhere, anytime. Anywhere, anytime. Han means functioning. So they function at any time, anywhere. So that's why they're called universal. First of all, there are there is contact. I hope that everybody has a list of the fifty-one mental formations. The tact, the contact, and according to traditional way of defining defining. It's an impulse. It's a vibration, or changes that happens in our senses, our sense organ. It's a vibration. that happens um, in our in our organs in our organs when the three boba the three aspects uh, organs object and consciousness which are the three aspects Come in, uh, uh, come together. That's the traditional way of defining um, contact. Our organs are eye, our, our ears, our eyes, ears, our nose, and that there's there's vibration, there's m- modification happening there's vibration there's change there's modification um, that takes place and Stephen Levine Levine translate uh, define contact as
So contact is, is a modification. Um, it's a precise modification of the of an organ. When the when the organ object and consciousness come together. That is the that's that's the nature of um, this this mental formation contact. Then it's nature. That's this is the description of the nature of contact. There's a vibration changing. Modification that happens in the organs when the three, the triad, o- organ, object, and consciousness come together. And when after we talk about the nature, we talk about the function. That is the function. Its function is to clear, to clear a space for action, uh, for for feeling to take place. So, so when the three, the triad comes together. Um, it there's a vibration, there's a modification, there's a change, and and it it brings about it. So e means the object, so it's the object of of feeling. So the function of 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 contact is the support, the foundation, the support. of the stepping stone for feeling. So contact prepares for the arising of feeling. That's the traditional way of um, defining contact, the function of contact. And and Stephen Levine, Levine said that There's action in itself. So the action, the function. So the the function of contact is the base for a sense, a feeling, for an impression. Uh, Stephen Levine translates as impression, and not just feeling. So that's what it means by contact. Six uh, senses are always uh, come in contact. Whether we are aware or not aware that uh, contact is a stream. It's a a stream that is always happening, like a current that's always happening. Because 
our six organs are still alive and are present. And, and consciousness is also present because, because the triad, Woba triad, which are the organ, object, and consciousness, are like the triad. happen when there's no organs. And from the previous talk we learned that consciousness is really the alaya, the store consciousness. It's the 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 the, the ground, the base, the foundation. This uh, consciousness is really stored consciousness. And the second one is um, feeling. Um, Stephen Levine defined it as impression. It's feeling. There's a river of contact, but what kind of contact do we pay attention to? For example, our skin is con- coming in contact with the cold or the warmth, and our ears is coming in contact with the sound. And so, which of these contact do we choose? And when the mental formation of choosing Choosing, choosing one of these contact to pay attention to, it's called attention. That e attention is it's the manifestation manifestation of the mind.
Sự It's Nature Phát Động Phát Động Phát Động means um, uh, activates activation or manifestation of activation of the mind
And when we hear the sound of the bell, it, then then the ob- the bell becomes the object of our mind, and we have the opportunity to calm our mind and create peace in our heart's mind. And so, when we kn- know how to use this kind of attention, then this is a positive attention. It's called appropriate attention. It's nulita, nulita e uniso, nulita e appropriate attention. And so, when you organize a a an environment to practice, we we may have to make sure that um, the sounds, the uh, images, all help us to touch um, appropriate attention. In other words, they help us. They they would not take us away uh, on paths that are not healthy. For example, we go on the internet. There are many objects of mind up there. And it all depends on our contact. If there is appropriate attention, then we we don't go to websites that are unhealthy, unwholesome, that are toxic. We go to websites um, that uh, that have things that are uh, educational, such as a place where we can search for the sutras. That's called um, appropriate attention. It is attention that puts the mind in face of its with its object. That's the definition of Stephen Levine. And this tacti- this contact, I mean this attention takes place in a split of a second very quickly. Therefore, we have to train ourselves to, uh, we have to train ourselves to make sure that the contact, the, the attention is appropriate attention. The third one is feeling. And Stephen Levine translated us Uh, impression, and we translated as feeling or sensation, uh, feeling, sensation, and its nature. To receive, to feel something. to to receive sort of like input like an input feeling feeling something it's an imp- 
So feeling or impression, according to Stephen Levine, it's to feel something. The thing that we feel, the thing that uh, can be can be part, can be wholesome or unwholesome or neutral, can be pleasant or unpleasant, or it can be neutral. Feeling something pleasant, unpleasant, or or neutral, not not pleasant nor unpleasant. Fourth is perception. Tưởng. Connotation is what the um, Stephen Levine translated, defined. And uh, here in Plum Village, we often use uh, perception to define tưởng. According to the uh, traditional way of uh, defining the it's it's from an object that grasp an image Ukan So from so from 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 an object, the object from the object of feeling, from the object of feeling, uh, we grasp an image. So. We grasp an image. It's 
soft and and light. And sometimes it's clear, sometimes it's not clear. That's the that's the nature. That's the nature of cloud. Snow. It's white. It's cold, and it can melt. So in every object, there is its its nature. It's its sign. Its sign. Its particular sign. For perception, perception is a grasp or grasp the signs. And so it 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 dis it distinguish it discern one sign from a different sign. For example, Sisetrusia uh, has a different. Has has a sign, as is a thanks to the sign of 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 Sister Chusu that we recognize that it's Sister Chang Chusu and not someone else. So, so tưởng, tưởng, so tưởng, tưởng is the sign. Tưởng is perception. So, the sign. A special image of, or a special sign of, of uh, the particular sign. Is an object of, of perception. So. So, we distinguish, um, discern, um, that the sign is. White or yellow or red, and our perception is that we grasp onto these signs and and identify identify what it is, what the sign is, and it's thanks to the sign that we have a perception of what it is. In the sutra, the Diamond Sutra, there's a there's a line that say that wherever there is a sign, there is um, there is um, delusion. There's there's we we think this is Sister Batnim. It's just Sister Batnim, but actually in her, there's her mother, her father, her teacher. So the so the sign sisibatnim uh, our perception our perception fools us our perception that sisibatnim is just sisibatnim there's no parents teacher in her so it's a it's a famous line in the diamond sutra that wherever there is sign there's there's um, there's a um, um, there's uh, that that it's been fooled. For example, we see, look at a 
we see a bait, a fish see a bait, and it could be a, it looks the bait looks very interesting, but it can be it can be a plastic bait, and it bite onto the bait, it can get caught. So when it looks delicious, the bait looks tempting, but it can be dangerous. The perception. An object, an object of a feeling. Nam lai Nam means to grasp or to hold on to the signs, the signs or the object of. The signs of the object of of perception. for the mental formation like or dislike um, like or it's the foundation for for um, attachment and aversion it it brings it 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 brings um, the 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 a desire or an aversion, whether we want to grasp onto it or to push it away, that's the that's the function of perception. When we see a sign that is interesting, we want to grasp grasp it. But we, if the object is not interesting, the sign is not interesting, we push it away, and so that's the function of perception. And so when we define these um, these mental formations, there are two things that we define. One is the nature and the other one is the function. And now the fifth, the fifth is the setana, its volition. Let's breathe. So, um, working spirit, I mean, um, the working mind. So, o- according to the object of our mind, we have to know what to do with it, whether we accept it or, or, or reject it, whether we want to grasp it or push it away. So, there is the willingness to act, 
act, whether it's to run away, to flee from it, or 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 to fight, to flee, to fight, or to to grasp it. This volition is a um, it's like a, it's like something that that makes you act something that motivates you to act uh, to to push you push you to act push your push um, your mind to to take action so it's either grasp or chase after it or to run away from it or to push it away or to to fight or to punish so and the example in traditional text sutras is is the magnet magnet the 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 the, the, the magnet um, it, it that sucks that sucks all the metal me, metal objects. It's it's magnet. When there is uh, volition, the mind is like uh, is like um, the mind is like being sucked uh, by magnets, like like it's as if magnets um, sucks a mental object. It, it sucks them to to the magnet, and so these five mental formations takes place almost simultaneously. Sometimes mental form attention takes place before contact. Sometimes feelings comes first, and then when there's feeling, there's more con more contact, more mental formation, more attention, and then there's perception, and it brings the volition, the the motivation, um, the push, the impulse to act. For example, there's a person comes to us. With a with a f- with a face that's not very kind and words that are not kind. 
we have um, we have contact, and perhaps we have um, um, we pay attention to the person. We have attention. And and simultaneously, we have an unpleasant feeling. So, so contact, attention, and feeling it happens very quickly. And then we have an a perception. This is this is a guy. This is a very unpleasant guy or unpleasant person. And we don't want to complicate. Or we don't want to have an unpleasant feeling. We don't want to to sustain this mental formation, so we find way to to go away. And that happens very quickly. And another example is that when we we come in touch, in contact with with incense, the smell of incense, and perhaps this 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 smell can be um, 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 roasted beef or or a soup. And so we we have and when the sound of the bell is 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 invited, do we pay attention to the sound of the bell or do we pay attention to the smell? And whatever it is, there's a feeling. And then we have a perception. We think there, the meat is somewhere. The roasted meat, beef is somewhere, and we decide to go in that direction. We go into the direction of the barbecue, and so all these five things happen so quickly. And we have, we have pathways of our mind. That that becomes like a worn path when there is this contact and this feeling, and automatically we have this perception, and then we we automatically have this volition, and that whenever there is this contact, there's always accompanies with this feeling, perception, and volition. And and it happens a thousand times, and it's the same thing. And so, and there's a book called Kui, the Pathways of the Mind. And that we we um, we've walked, we tread on this path for so long that it becomes so worn out. And that this path takes us to anger, to um, to uh, uh, to hatred to aversion and that it's our reaction all the time when there's this contact 
For example, there's this guy that have this person that have have a contact. That in a meeting, whenever he hears this um, the a person saying something, it it makes her it makes him very irritated, and he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't look deeply into his feeling, but he reacted with his his words. His verbal reaction, and so it's always create disharmony, and that that he 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 acts like that, and he reacts like that in hundreds of meetings, and so there is a a a a worn a worn pathway, like a habit habitual pathway that whenever there's this contact, there's this there's this reaction, there's this perception, and that these people. Uh, making me suffer. These these people make me suffer. <laughs> They don't hear anything. The French translation. Okay. It becomes automatic. It's as if whenever there's this contact, then there's this feeling, and that when there's this feeling, there's this attention, and there's this perception, and then there's this volition, and it brings anger, irritation, frustration. It brings f- action that 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 brings disharmony, and that it happens at thousands of times. And so this person is afraid of going to a meeting, because she knows that whenever she goes to a meeting, she will come in contact uh, with this object, and that she will be reacting in that way. And because this path, this worn path, it's it's so she's so used to this pathways, this worn path. But there are people who have this contact, who have this feeling. But it doesn't take them to perception or f- or action because they know they know how to use make use the particular you know, mental formations to interact to 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 interfere and to open up a new pathway. And and in neuroscience, it's called neural pathways. New neural pathways. For example, when when we have contact, we have many contacts at the same time. And if we know, if we know appropriate attention, then our contact that's happening. That on all the the contacts that's happening, we choose one contact called appropriate attention. We have an experience that 
if we put our mind on other kind of object or other contact, the inappropriate attention, it takes us places that are unpleasant. And so, and, and because we're used to practicing appropriate attention, we know that among all these contacts that's happening at the same time, we have to choose one object, one contact. And so instead of going on the other pathway, we choose this new pathway. And so instead of going in the other direction, the negative direction, we go to this direction, this contact. So it's called appropriate attention. And so when there's a feel, uh, unpleasant feeling, when if we don't have the practice, then this unpleasant feeling would generate a perception, a perception that this is not, this is not pleasant. This one is not, it's not, um, not good for us. And with this, with this perception, it either makes us uh, react to it, to punish it, to avoid it. And so, and so, contact, attention, feeling. Uh, it, and in all these five mental formations, it, it it brings anger and irritation. But as a practitioner, we have to bring our our up our attention in it, bring in appropriate attention. We bring in mindfulness. Mindfulness is one of the five particular mental formations. Particular five particular mental formation. There are five. And mindfulness is the third of the five. Stephen Levine trans- defined it as uh, memory. Any traditional translation def- definition is to remember a past experience. To to remember, to recall a past experience. And the past here, it's not uh, something that happened a year ago or yesterday, or but it's something that happened just a split, a split of a second before. Mindfulness is 
is is um, the uh, the not for unforgetfulness. Không quên that means not forgetful. And not forgetting. Not forgetting. Not forgetting. Something that that had happened. Okay, so mindfulness is not forgetting um, something that happened. That's that's familiar with us. That's that we have experienced. Familiar, a may familiar object, familiar experience. So, Something that had happened that we we continue to remember the object of it. And uh, Plum Village definition name means it's not rem- it's not just to remember some a past experience, but it it prolongs it prolongs that. It So it maintains that that memory. For example, when we we chant, uh, uh, we recollect the Buddha, the Dharma, and the Sangha, and the precept, uh, and we, we we have an experience of what the Buddha is. We know what Dharma is. We know what the four recollections are. And so when we when we recollect the Buddha, Dharma, Sangha and precept, we are we feel at ease, we feel protected, we feel safe. That's our experience. But because we don't practice we haven't practiced in the last few days. And so now, we bring it back to the present. We bring this image back to the present. It's called Niyam, Anu Duyinim. That it's, it, it's, not be, it's not memory by chance, but it's really we intentionally bring back the object um, to, to remember it. For example, we have a good experience. We have an insight. 
that 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 we don't often use this insight, then it's a pity. We already have the insight, but we don't make use of it. And niem, niem mindfulness is to bring back that insight from the past to the present moment, so that it becomes a torch to light the path for us. We know that we know that we have this insight, but we don't make use of it, and so we keep repeating our old mistakes. And so niem means to. Um, to to re-experience, to experience the experience that we had before in the past. And that we make it happen in the present moment and that this can bring us happiness. For example, we have we have an experience that walking in meditation with Thai on the mountain is very uh, it's 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 it's, hap- it's happiness, and we had this experience several years ago uh, on the Greta Greta Mountain, and now we have mindfulness. We remember that experience. We bring that experience back to the present moment, and we ex- we ex- re-experience it again, and that uh, we can continue to re-experience that um, that 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 experience we had in the past. And in Plum Village, we say to be aware of what is happening in the present moment. To be aware of what is happening in the present moment. And to maintain, to maintain um, that awareness or to prolong that that awareness and so so to bring mind another definition of mindfulness is to bring mind back to the body to be present in the here and the now in the present moment So we have these definitions of mindfulness and maintain that awareness, prolong that awareness longer. And to maintain that presence to maintain that presence, prolong that presence. That is, that's the, these are definitions, traditional definition, also definitions of Plum Village of what mindfulness is. And so, for example, when we have a contact, I mean, I feel we have, we have contact and we have attention. And with mindfulness, uh, we we know we can we know whether it's appropriate attention or inappropriate attention, and then with the interfering of mindfulness, 
we know we have the opportunity to go in the direction of appropriate attention and that a practitioner has to do that someone who does not does not practice would allow would allow herself to be the victim of just walking on the habitual worn pathways just like a just like a buffalo or a, a horse it knows it knows how to get back home no matter where it is and so it, there there are pathways there are worn pathways that help it to come back and so the same thing for us we would react angrily frustrated with frustration but with appropriate attention we choose we choose um, objects we choose contact that brings us um, peace and so when we have a, a feeling uh, the feeling can can make us feel irritated it can make us crave for for things it makes it gives us a perception and this perception can be a wrong perception and with a wrong perception it takes us it, it it motivates us to act in a wrong way for example the other person does not want to harm us but we think that person wants to harm us want to 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 stomp on us and that's our perception and it can can it can give birth to evolution that we have to hit this person before that person hit us we have to kill this person before that person kill us and so and so um, the the war against terrorists is like that um, that bef- that we we have to kill the terrorists before they bomb us and that's a perception that comes from fear and so when there's mindfulness and when there's feeling whether it's unpleasant feeling mindfulness interferes and it helps us to see whether this feeling is beneficial or not beneficial whether whether a feeling that comes from a wrong perception or from from a correct perception but mindfulness will tell us and that when there's mindfulness there's concentration and insight and with the interference of mindfulness we have the opportunity to to check again our attention our feeling we know that manas the guy that always seek for p- for pleasure and avoid suffering that's the nature of manas that it has the tendency to avoid suffering and seek seek for pleasure and so when mindfulness comes in it's different when mindfulness comes in it it helps us to see that this suffering can be really beneficial it can really help us so we have to stay with this suffering to look deeply into it but manas does not see the beneficial the goodness of suffering 
so it gives us time to recognize feeling. Niem, mindfulness, here means that it's aware of what's happening. And what's happening right now is that there's a contact, there's this attention, there's feeling, there's perception. This feeling, we're present with it, and we reckon we see its true true nature, and and so it wouldn't it wouldn't take it wouldn't take down to path of suffering. And what's happening is right now is perception our wrong perception, and our wrong perception makes us angry, wanting to punish. And so just the interference of mindfulness, which is really the interference of the Buddha and the great beings, um, can change the situation. And so instead of going down the path of anger, despair, suffering, it, it takes us on a different, on a new pathways. And practice is like that, M- knowing how to use This, uh, know how to use this mental formation, mindfulness, concentration, and insight, the particular mental formation. And so next time when we have a feeling and a perception, don't react. Don't react yet. Bring mindfulness in to see to see what's the nature of our feeling and perception and then react. And this is the interference of mindfulness concentration and insight uh, in the in the feeling and perception, and it's a very important practice. If we react immediately, which means we are going down the old worn pathway, and the result is that we are we we suffer angry despair and as a practitioner we have to bring mindfulness concentration and insight uh, to, to dwell dwell with the the feeling and perception and shine a light of mindfulness on feeling and perception and let us, and we know that we don't want to down. We don't want to go down to the old pathway. We want to go on a different pathway that leads to understanding and love. And that's a new, 
pathway, and pra- new practitioner has to practice in that way, and not to react immediately. That is, living deeply. Uh, the feel, the feeling and perception. Our feeling and perception. Uh, the other, in the previous talks, we talked about store consciousness, tang thak. There are many names for tang thak. For store consciousness, tang means to store. To store. To maintain, to preserve. Kukjur is to store. Alaya is the Sanskrit name. What does it store? It stores the seeds. Seeds and all all our experiences. For example, yesterday when we saw a a deer in the forest, we have an image of the deer, and that image we saw is still there. It's stored in in our store consciousness, and perhaps tonight or tomorrow we see it again. That image. Um, that image is stored by Alaya. Has two two meanings. This nang tang, nang is this, um, nang is the subject, and shu tang is the object. So nang tang is the 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 subject that store, the capacity that store, the force, the the energy. Has the capacity to store, to maintain, but that is not just the subject, but it is all all its seeds that it store. So all its seeds that store are also called tang store. For example, a museum has a big house. Just it's called the subject nangtang, the subject of store. It's something that maintain, maintain so that they're not lost. The things are not lost. 
And so the building maintains uh, the, the, these precious objects so that they're not stolen. But, but the museum is not just that building, but the, the museum is the objects in that building as well. And so Shutang are the objects that are being stored. So they're the objects being stored in the museum. And so Alaya is just not is not just the subject that's stored, but it is the object that is being stored. There's another name for it, Chup-chi-thuk. Adana. means to receive. G is to maintain, to preserve, so that they're not lost. of all objects of consciousness.
vision. Of all objects of perception, all objects of cognition, of our cognition. We see the river, the mountain, and the mountain, the river, are the objects of our mind. We see people, we see trees, we see animals. These are other objects of mind. of mind has a foundation and that foundation is Shirti is the store consciousness that everything um, is manifested from the store consciousness So the these the potentials of these things are in the store consciousness. Surgery objects surgery. The base of everything we know, the base of everything we know, Sirji. Sirji means the base of everything we know. And so store consciousness is the foundation of of all the objects of our our conscious of our cognition. It's object of our mind. Le connaissable, let the known Everything that is known has its base in store consciousness. And another name for it is called Yi Thok. Differences. 
the seeds that are planted in our consciousness. There's some seeds that are ripened before others. There's some seeds that are ripened immediately and some may take longer to ripen. That means ripening at different timing. So these seeds ripen at different time, different seeds. For example, we have we have um, a orange tree that gives um, different uh, give fruit, and there are fruits that are ripened before other fruits. Perhaps fruits that receive more sunlight can ripen before the other. There's before the ones that are hidden by the leaves, and so they ripen at different timing. Right, different, different kind ripens at a different time. There, there are different kind, different, <coughs> different variety of seeds, and that some variety are ripened before the other and that some some ripen at one part the others are ripen at another part for example we plant uh, papaya orange banana trees and they're so they're different there are different plants, and each one of these plants ripen at a different time than the other. And so the seeds in our, our mind, there are so many different kind of seeds. There are wholesome and unwholesome seeds. There are seeds that are neutral. And the third one is being yi. Being yi, yi tok. That means that when it's ripened, then it, it's, it's, um, it's, it, it changes, it changes its color. It's, for example, the orange, when it's still young, it's green, small, and sour. When it's ripened, it's big, it's red, and it's sweet. So it changes its form. And so the seeds planted in our store consciousness are the same. And so uh, alaya that is called uh, maturation of seeds. For example, we are a child in a mother, mother's womb. And that every day, mother drink and eat, and the 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 baby in the fetus grows. The the joy and the suffering of the mother also goes into the the fetus. It's transmitted to the fetus, and it 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 affects the the fetus. 
And so this ripening, this maturation, is taking place every moment, every second, because the the fetus is two months old. Is different from uh, a fetus that's one week old, and the fetus that is six months old is different from a fetus that's two months old. And even though the fe- the baby is not yet born, but the matur- the ripening, the maturation is taking place, and so the mother has to be very careful, and that we teach. We train and we teach our children. Not after uh, it is uh, the child is being born, but we have to, because anger, joy, suffering uh, affects uh, the the child, and so we have to take care of the child when the child is still in the the in the the womb. And so, when the child is born, the child continues to change. It's it it, it change um, with the inputs, and it helps. And some of these things ripen before the other. And when it's ripened, then it it change. And so, when we look at the child, we can see the child changes very quickly in its body and its personality. Very quickly, and three months, three weeks, three five months, different five months is different from twelve months, and so he took ripening. It's it's a it's the totality. We look at the a person at three years old or five or twelve years old, and we can see clearly that at At every stage, there is the ripening. There is the ripening. There is maturation, and it's conditions that help that help the person to grow. And it depends on the conditions that we see how the how this how this child is changed. And for example, we go to the monastery for two months, and and we practice with the monks and the nuns. We're different. And we go home and we see, wow, we've 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 changed, and that's called maturation. It depends on the way we we culture, uh, we we learn, um, and so the seeds are very important. This and this maturation that people tend to think that. It's when there's a the end of a life, there's a new life, and that as as when we have this life, we have this maturation, this ripening of seeds, and that this ripening of seeds will help to uh, produce new seeds um, in the next life. But according to this teaching, that this this ripening of seeds is happening place, happening every moment of our life. And according to uh, to manifestation only, that birth and death is taking place every moment. The ripening of seed is taking place um, every moment, and that you you are now is different from you tomorrow, because birth and death is taking every moment. In this moment, there are many cells that are dying, millions of cells that are dying, 
and at the same time millions of cells are being born, so birth and death takes place in every second. And so the ripening of the seeds is taking place all the time. And that birth and death is, is happening in the present moment. And that maturation, the ripening of seeds is also taking place in the present moment. And so also it's the same thing with samsara, that samsara is taking place in every moment and that we don't have to die to 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 be um in samsara. And a child seven is um, when becomes seventeen is it, different. This person is 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 in the samsara. And so the ripening of this moment affects the ripening of the next moment. And so, and yitok is maturation. There's another name for alaya is kangbangthak. was just the the foundation the 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 foundation and the other seven the other seven consciousness is called evolving consciousness which are the which are consciousness that are being born as or spring spring from the this base this foundation consciousness. So seven of them. And Gang Bangtak, which is um, the foundation is uh, consciousness number eight. which is manas, is being covered or being obstructed, obscured. But the, the eighth consciousness, which is the uh, alaya consciousness, is not obstructed, not obscured, not covered up. Consciousness unobstructed. It's not covered up. 
and we learn a new word today that uh, that in relation to alaya consciousness, alaya store consciousness, that it's hang jing. That hang that means it's continuous. means that it's there all the time. It's present all the time. While the other consciousness can have a break, as they're not working anymore. For example, the eye consciousness, when we sleep, it's no longer working. Our mind consciousness may not be working when we sleep. When we sleep, while we sleep and we dream, then the mind consciousness is working. But when we sleep, we have deep sleep, and that means the mind consciousness is not working. And so mind consciousness, as well as the five organ consciousness, are not continuous. While store consciousness is continuous, because if store consciousness is stop working, we also, we die. Even the six, the six, the first, um, the first six consciousness, when they're not working, we can, we can still be alive. But consciousness, if, so consciousness, if it stops, then we, we die. Dream, it means that it changes in every moment. And so these are two characteristics of of store consciousness. It's like a it's like a it's like a river. It looks as if the river is always the same. It's always there, but but it it's really always changing. And that uh, store sometimes is um, it's 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 like a river that that. The, all the seeds in there are always changing. Always changing. And that it's always there, it's always, it's continuous. The sixth consciousness and the first five other consciousness, organs, organ consciousness, they're not continuous. And another word we learn is
is the characteristic of manas. And mind consciousness so six consciousness is mind consciousness, seven consciousness is manas. And so tam, which is speculation, cognition, um, uh, is the characteristic of manas. Analyzing this manas can cogitation, cogitating manas can man cogitation, mentation are the characteristics of manas. Its function, manas, the function of manas is always always uh, holding on to, grasping on to uh, the eighth consciousness as its, its beloved. And that it's, it's, um, it's cogitating, it's, it's analyzing, speculating. Meanwhile, store consciousness is not, um, it's not thumb, it's not uh, analyzing, it's not cogitating. Uh, Manas. Uh, so manas, it's uh, it's connotation, connotating, cogitating, mentation, but at the same time, it's uh, it's continuous. Tam and hang. So while when we sleep. Uh, my uh, mind consciousness is at rest, but manas, manas and store consciousness are still working. So, um, the nature, uh, one of the characteristic of manas is that it's continuous. Manas is, it's. Um, and so mind consciousness, it's, um, it has cogitating, it's cogitating, it's analyzing, speculating, but it's not continuous. That's, that's uh, mind consciousness. And the first five um, organ consciousness, they're not, um, they're, they don't, they're not continuous. And they're not uh, analyzing. They're not uh, cogitating. Cogitating. When it works with mind, mind consciousness. When these first five uh, consciousness work with mind consciousness, then it has cogitating. But when it's not working with mind consciousness, then it's not. It's not. It's not cogitating. So in in brief, uh, manas. It's um, analyzing, it's cogitating, and it's continuous. But um, but mind consciousness um, that it is it is um, it is analyzing, it is cogitating, but it's not continuous.
and store consciousness is always changing, it's continuous. But manas, um, it has, it it has, um, it's calculating, it's analyzing, it's cogitating, cogitation, cogitating, it's cogitating. It um, it connects. There's there's a um, there's a statement by Descartes. I am here cogitating. It comes from manas. I am therefore. I think therefore I am. It it comes from manas. Next time, we will learn the characteristics of the seeds. But today, we, we, we learn, we're learning that seeds, Seeds are manifested. Into formation. Seeds are manifested into formations. And formations can can change into another formation. Hing Han here is manifestation from seeds, from the seeds. So the seed is manifested into formation and that one formation can can change into another, can manifest into a different mental formation. And that a formation can become a seed, and a seed can give rise to another seed. Just like, just like matter and and energy. Vakchuk is matter. This the matter one. This matter can become another matter. For example. When we do a chemical um, experiment, we put all uh, different elements into it, and it becomes the, all these elements become a different become element, and so it beca- So that means that one a matter becomes a different matter. 
and man, information becomes a different can become information just like the rain can become the the snow or the clouds can become the cloud can become the rain or the snow so if formation can become another formation and so matter can become another matter and and matter can also become energy um, matter becomes energy for example uh, helium in the sun becomes the the light sunlight and so energy can becomes a different energy this energy can become another energy converting or transferring and energy can become object uh, can become matter again can convert into when it's condensed it be- can be co- uh, when it's condensed and become a matter again so it's like a, a, a samsara a matter becomes matter matter becomes energy energy becomes matter energy and energy can become matter and so nothing is lost nothing is lost for example we light a match we we see that it's hot we see the light it's it's bright and so this heat and also the light is energy and that we we think that energy is no longer there but energy it goes into the atmosphere and so it manifests into a different form so the light and the heat of that's created by the match comes into our body it goes into the cosmos and in in um, in in science it's called the love conversation conversation of energy conservation of energy and this is this this law uh the first law of uh, thermodynamic it says that there's nothing is lost nothing is lost so alaya is like that it it maintains it preserves all kinds of seeds it it receives all the seeds and it preserves all the seeds so that they are not lost that's the work of alaya when we look deeply into alaya we see that the na- its nature is no birth no death and nothing is lost and nothing is new it's as if when we look at it we think that it's new but really nothing is new so we go back to h2o it it manifests in the may it's in cloud in rain in ice in mist a fog snow 
become ice, and the ice, uh, the rain can become snow, or it can become the fog, mist. And at the same time, at the same time, in this manifestation in the cloud, the rain, there is H two O. And so, one of the four. One of the six, one of the six characteristic of a seed, is that.
and same thing with Mother Earth, and Mother Earth is in us, and we are in Mother Earth, and in the in the in the sutra of on Mother Earth, there's a verse that say that in me there's always Mother Earth. There's the presence of Mother Earth. I'm I'm able to see Mother Earth in me. At any time, and and the second phrase is that I am in Mother Earth eternally, and I also see myself in Mother Earth always existent, and so Mother Earth and I are not two separate entity. And Mother Mother Earth. If Mother Earth is no birth, no death, death, then we are also no birth and no death. And so, Kwakahu, the characteristic of Kwakahu, help us to see that we cannot separate the cause and effect. And the same thing with the seed. We think that the seeds are elsewhere. But when we look at the, the formation, we already see the seeds in it. And so, Alaya, Store consciousness is not somewhere far. Consciousness, store consciousness, is right, right at the object that we, that 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 we see. And so that's the manifestation. So in the manifestation, we see the subject of manifestation and the object of manifestation. The manifesting and the manifested. Manifesting is is a subject that manifests. Manifested is the object that is being manifested. These two are not uh, cannot be separated. We know that biu manifestation is from from the word bishnapti that it manifests so that we can we can recognize it we can see it. The mountain is manifested from alaya from store consciousness so that we can recognize it. And and alaya that is alaya that manifests um, as a mountain. It's also the mountain, but the mountain is also alaya. And so, if we look for alaya elsewhere, it's not right. It's not correct that we have to look at. We have to. We have to look at manas. We have to look the subject of manifestation, which is alaya, in the object of manifest manifestation, which is the manifested the seed. And so. Christianity, Christian who 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 thinks that God create everything, uh, have a dualistic notion that God is different from the the objects that God create, and that if we look God from if we look for the Creator outside of the 
creature, then you can never find a creator. And with a very clear mind, we look at the flower, we can see the creator in it. Alaya is the same. We should not ask, what is alaya? We should see the manifestation that we can discern and we can tell that within this manifestation, we see the alaya. And nang biu shabiu, the manifesting and the manifested are really happening at the same thing, at the same time. Just like H2O is not separated from the cloud, the rain, that they manifest at the same time, H2O and the cloud. Is that difficult? <laughs> 